Hello and welcome to the Brain Cell Beam. I'm Chance Dane and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm joined with the rest of the beam. Hi, I'm Jace and my pronouns are he, him. Sub and my pronouns are he, him. I'm Nuggy and I'm a woman. Um, and also normally we'll be joined by Tyler, but unfortunately he could not make this episode cry. So sad. It's in the chat, ladies and gents. Incredibly sad. We have lost a valiant soldier. Very <laughs> we salute you. This podcast will be discussing different topics from a teenager's point of view. And every um every episode will have a different host who will have their main event or whatever. And then we'll have segments in between when things get a bit too intense. They're getting yeah. intense. We have to give a controversial warning. These opinions will be controversial. We will be starting arguments. I apologize for nothing. Like your mom. Hey. 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 Oh, hello, hello. That was uncalled for. That was uncalled for. Sorry. Our host for today will be the person who talks next. Why is there silence? Oh. No one wants to do that. I could rate my cat. No. Uh, I could rate my cat. No. Yes. <laughs> rate your cat. Feel free to. I'm not joking. You I will rate know. my cat. Don't test me, I will. Wait, rate? Yeah, rate, 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 sorry, I have braces and I can't speak properly. I'm scared. Okay, okay. To put it out there, he's not saying he will rape his cat. (laughs) (laughs) Please give us any ideas. Bestiality is not a good thing. No, no, I don't agree with bestiality. I will not have sex with my cats. No. Neither is being a furry, though, so... Hold up. Hold up. Being a furry isn't bad. Yo, 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 yo. yo. <laughs> We're Wait, already getting controversial. Wait. For... <laughs> the first, like, minute. The first oh, minute. Let's discuss minutes. the furries. Yeah, let's discuss okay. furries. Let's discuss no. furries. Yeah. <laughs> One time. No, okay. No, listen to me. One time, I was at Comic-Con, my first ever Comic-Con, and um, this guy in a fursuit, I was in a cosplay, but it was really bad. And imagine me, 13, in a cosplay, and this guy in a fursuit, like, decked out, he just comes up behind me and hugs me. And I swear I almost shit myself because I was so terrified. And then he pat me on the head and just walked away. And ever since then, I've just been like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, you don't do that. Like, cool. He was cool and he liked my cosplay, but, like, don't do that. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a list of things. Let's talk about cosplay etiquette, ladies and gents. <laughs> oh, okay. Cosplay is not consent. Just because someone's no. in cosplay does not mean you can touch them, grope them, say disgusting things about the character oh, or their body. Is. Yeah, true. No, true. I remember at this one cosplay, I was not cosplay, con I was at, this guy just grabbed this girl's chest in her cosplay and she was just like like what do you do in that situation what do you do like someone's just groping you and you're at a con with like 10,000 people around you and no one's doing anything no one's helping you like and you call the police on them yeah I would call the police but it's like but it's so scary because it's like you're you're just in cosplay and you're just doing it for fun and some guy just comes up to you and like fucking grabs you (laughs) it would be yeah yeah 
It can be traumatic so, too. It's like I know. The important thing is that you actually stand up and tell them, no, don't do that. Yeah. Like, in that just situation, go up to some random person and pretend they're your dad and be like, dad. Yeah. <laughs> you can only do that when you're small enough. When you're but small, I also when you're like 15. But it's also this thing of people just think it's okay because they're like, I'm not groping you, I'm groping the character, which I'm sorry, that's even worse. Yeah. That's, not players are that's, not, that's not an They're excuse not to do character. Like, no, you are technically groping the person because it's a person playing as a character. Exactly. If they want to grope something, get a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so gross, though. Like, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It, absolutely, do not do that. Yeah. No. Next time I go to a con, I'm getting a shirt and it's going to have cosplayers not consent. It's going to be great. Yeah. Also, I'm so <laughs> mad because of COVID, all the cons got cancelled, and I'm. I know. I know. I'm I looking forward to SmashCon this year. Yeah, I was gonna go to SmashCon. Oh, and Comic Con. Smash. Oh, Smash. Everything oh. was fucking cancelled. I know. Smash, Smash is such a good con. Yeah. Smash was a great con. It used to be really small, and now it's it like did. Every year. It gets I like a thousand when... people more. Like I. Yeah, swear. my sister. Yeah, it gets so many people. My sister used to go to it when it was still small, and then I went last year with her, and it was like oh, really great. So I went last year with Maddie. I'm Wait, what year were your guys' first con? Yeah, you guys. Oh, I, did, I didn't go last time because I didn't have the money. But like, last year was con... my first con. Oh, oh my yeah. first con was in 2017. Oh, same. You were weak. Con was 2018. I, w- I went to I went with like a big group of weebs. Anyway. Yeah, I went to oh, I just went with my friend, her mum, and her brother. That'd be fun. Her yeah. brother Loki was creepy to me though. Loki. Oh, Which is silent. Oh, I really no, should close my bedroom door. Actually, what I expected. No, smash. What is? This podcast to be just us discussing the most random things. Well, I'm pretty sure half of us have ADHD, including me. We all know I have ADHD. But preface, uh, I have ADHD. I, I'm just really stupid. I have ADD. I went off my... Okay, fun fact. When I first... Um, so there's different types of ADHD medication. There's like Ritalin, Adderall, Concerta. I didn't go on Adderall. I went on Ritalin, and Ritalin was, like, kind of okay, because it, 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 it's a depressant, and it, like, stimulates different parts of your brain, and I, when I went on Ritalin, I was, like, kind of okay, but the first time I went on Concerta, which is a 12-hour medication, because I was having trouble at school, I burst into tears, because it changed, messed with my mood so much, and then I realized, when I'm not on Ritalin, I'm actually happier. And honestly, if you're my friend and you can't deal with me off my medication, then you're not really my friend. Like, if you're only friends with someone when they're on medication, you're not friends. Yeah. No, no and like, in that sense, you're not friends with the person. You're friends with the medication. The, the exactly. Kind of the medication puts them on. Exactly. Like, I got so mad at one of my old friends because I had discussed with them. I was like, yeah, I can't take Ritalin anymore. Like, I warned all of my friends that I'm going to be really different when I'm not on Ritalin. And I was like, I can't take Ritalin anymore because it makes me, it makes me, like, violently depressed. And I didn't want that. So I explained to all of my friends that, hey, I'm going off Ritalin. And I'm sorry if you're not used to how I act. Because this was at my old school when everyone knew me when I was only on my medication. 
And a bunch of my friends were like, oh, I don't want to be friends with you anymore because you're too annoying. And I think that's, that's, that's why I yeah. hate being called annoying because so many times in my life, I've just been called annoying because of something I can't control. Like, I'm sorry, I can't control like fidgeting like, or like clicking a pen. And it's like, don't, don't be friends with me then. Like, it's whack. On ADHD or not, to like, exactly yeah it's like and it's and you don't have to live with adhd i do you only see me for like eight hours a day i live with ADHD, and like when i come home it's like it was like completely different because i'd be off ritalin and ritalin is so draining i think that a lot of people are like oh but adhd is fixable with medication not all people can take ritalin i can't take ritalin because like it's a depressant, so it slows you down and it makes you it makes you tired, but you can't sleep. Yeah. And it like it calms you down, but I was anxious when on Ritalin. Like think of like everyone else in this podcast knows how anxious I normally am. Times that by like six on my medication. Christ. That's bad, yeah. yeah. That's not good. And also there's this standard that if you're on medication, you must be insane. That's and psychotic. That's not true. That's like, wrong. The good I, thing is that people yeah. are more aware because um now because people are starting to understand more. Like with a lot of the communities, like um I know the DID community had a lot of backlash very recently. But yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, people like, are more I aware this person. I, mean, I, I don't think her. people are hundred percent aware. Need more. There was this person that pretended to have dissociative identity disorder and they had this whole YouTube channel and then when Trisha they revealed, Pate. oh Trisha Paytas, we're not going to talk about Trisha Paytas, she's a piece of shit okay. uh, in so many ways, but like <laughs> there was this other YouTuber that had like thousands and thousands of subscribers and they, their whole channel was built around them having DID and they made videos and they, I think they had a Twitch as well and they were just pretending the whole time and then it was revealed that they were faking it and it's like thousands of people that went to them for support no longer have that support and they feel invalidated it's like it's invalidating when someone pretends to be pretends to have a mental disorder or a mental illness or pretends to be something they're not pretending yeah. to have something that you don't and pretending to have something pretending to be something that you're not is one of the shittiest things you can do if it's a real thing that affects real people. Exactly. But like, you don't like, do that. It's like when you pretend, really like, hurt. you see people who pretend to be trans. It's like, um, I had this ex who pretended to be trans. And then when they finally, like, told everyone that they weren't trans, everyone else came up to me and they were like, are you just pretending? Like, are you not really trans? Like... Are you actually like a girl? Oh, by the way, I'm transgender. <laughs> um, but people it's like you need to like understand. Sometimes people like when they're young, they want to experiment. So sometimes they feel like they want to be one way, but they might change their mind later on. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's okay. Like, that. there's also okay, this thing with people yeah. like yeah, people being really aggressive to detransitioners. Like, yes, you are a detransitioner, and you don't you shouldn't be shit on because you're a detransitioner. You should be getting support because you got given the wrong diagnosis or you didn't get the right amount of support and you didn't actually understand your identity. You're still like, you. Yeah. yeah, you're still you. And like, if you, like, I remember when I, like, before I came out, 
I didn't have a label. I didn't have the right label. And I came out like 10 different times. I'm not joking. I came out as a lesbian female. And then I came out, uh, no, I think, yeah, I came out as lesbian. And then I came out as bisexual because I thought my feelings of masculinity and discomfort in my body were just me being a lesbian when I wasn't. And then I came out as trans and then I came out as gay and... And then it didn't really work. And I was like, okay, I'm not actually gay. That's just the label people want to put on me because I'm transgender. Yeah. And th there's also that just massive um, community of people who think that you need to have a label. And at the time, yeah. like I struggled with, am I gay? Am I bi? Am I pan? And I felt so uncomfortable with the label of gay because I wasn't gay. That's just what everyone wanted me to be. And that's what everyone saw me as, as a trans man. And I know that there are so many other transgender people that experience that. And there's also this massive thing in the transgender community of toxic masculinity. And people don't think about it, but it's like they expect that because you're trans, you're a trans man, then you have to follow these set standards of transgenderness. And it's like, you don't. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you yeah. don't. Like, they make it no. seem like a question of how trans are you or how man are you. It's like, it's yeah. not about that. Yeah, it's about it be a question that makes you happy. Yeah. And like, if yeah. you can, if, if your levels of dysphoria allow you to wear a skirt, go you. But mine don't. We're both still trans. Just because another trans man wears a crop top or because one doesn't, it's levels of dysphoria that vary from day to day, hour to hour. And like that, yeah. and honestly, there's this whole thing of clothing isn't, doesn't have a gender. So, no. but it, apparently it does when it's put on a trans person. And it's like cis people that dictate what a trans person can do with their body. They can still wear a dress if they want to. Like, it doesn't change but, the fact that they want to identify it as a man. Exactly. Like, going, going back to the levels of dysphoria, uh, Chance, when, when we met up once, I saw that you were in a crop top and like, your levels of dysphoria allow you to like go you, but like my levels of dysphoria, I'm also trans by the way. I can't do that because like yeah, it just makes me feel so uncomfortable being like that. Yeah, and there are some days where I can't wear a crop top because I feel like shit, and I feel like I I just can't because I feel like, and I think that some people don't understand how dysphoria makes you feel like yeah, like sometimes it's just suffocating. And sometimes, some, one day it's just always there. It's this constant ebb of negative emotions and negative feelings and intrusive thoughts. And then other days it's like only barely there for me. Or And like sometimes I just can't go to school because I feel so uncomfortable with my body. Yeah. And I think people don't get that. It's like, it's this whole standard of myth uneducation in young people but also cis people yeah sorry for all the cis yeah. people listening <laughs> but damn we just like we were just started with introductions How? now boom we've gone into this already <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. I, I feel like it's a topic that people like need to is important though yeah it's definitely important and we... i can get into politics really easy and controversial topics really easy don't test just slid into those dms <laughs> oh. slippery dip should in there. we try <laughs> Should we try and do what we were originally going to discuss in this podcast? Because it's just that... a pilot. We're just kind of going to... Yeah. We're just supposed to know what it's going to be. Well, it's just the pilot, so we just talk about random stuff, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. We can get sure. into the hosting ones later because, yeah. Sure. Yeah, just like to get to know our views and things like that. It's really Pre- good. I'm a, a, a liberal, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I am. You should, you should do that Trump. because I bully you. Yeah. yeah. We're all coming Trump. out with our political views. I'm left wing. Yay, same. Hey. Um, uh, what are your opinions on Trump? Oh, don't get me started! <laughs> I knew that was gonna get you riled. Do not uh, get me started on Donald J. Trump. So many. Oh my God, have you seen this new thing with his? He's got this new logo that he's making on his merch, and it looks so much like Wait, the old Nazi thing. Have you seen that yet? No, like, please send me a picture. Oh my God, I'm sending you a picture. Where's my phone? Holy. Fuck. Oh God, it it looks like the Nazi oh. thing. Oh. Whoa, what is he doing? Basically, it's an eagle standing on top of a circle with um uh, the, the swastika in the middle. I'm I'm gonna send a, a link. To you. Is it a swastika? No, it's not a swastika, oh, but it's an eagle on top of a circle with the American flag and a banner underneath it that says Trump 2020. And oh, in on a lot of Nazi mm-hmm. campaigning, they had an eagle mm. on top of a circle with a Nazi inside. No, yeah, sorry, yeah, a swastika yeah, inside, inside it. With the swastika inside it. With the swastika inside it. Here's a picture. I'm gonna send you the yeah. I'm sending you the link to yeah. Discord. Okay, we seriously yeah, got into politics now. Oh god damn. What channel are you sending it? This is chaotic, yo. That's fucking fucked up though. Whoa. Okay. That's uh, a <laughs> that's fucking fucked up. You politics. I'm gonna send it to you, sub. Um, <laughs> where? Oops, I'm not meant to read that out. It's horrible. And absolutely I, hell. I saw it this morning and I was just like, oh my God. It and is I was just, my sister actually said it to me and I was just. It's not a symbol. He's gone too I far. Know. Oh, I God. know. I literally, and the, it, the eagle is facing the same way. Literally. Yeah, he's facing the same it's way and everything. So, I know. I know. It's like, it's whack. Like, uh, my sister sent it to me this morning when I woke up, and I just looked at it, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy is serious. Like, there are so many things wrong with Trump, but that is a n- whole nother step. Yeah, that's not okay. That is, no. yeah. You should, you should not like, be allowed to get away with that one. And the fact no, that Trump has merch, <laughs> and there's, like, this there's like this thing with Donald Trump where it's, like, Trump it's, like, merch. it's women, it's Women for Donald Trump. That's like saying chicken for chicken. Chickens for chicken tenders. Mm. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Worse, honestly. Hashtag buying Trump merch. <laughs> you can't be gay and vote for Trump. Also, if you vote for a white supremacist, that makes you a white supremacist. You cannot yeah. change my mind. Wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Okay. if you believe in his views as a white supremacist, that means you're a white supremacist yourself. Okay, yeah, I, I, I would make a statement here. I don't support Trump, I'm, I don't support him, but people who voted for him in the beginning was because he had power, he had money, yeah, he had money, and he'd be a strong leader because he wants to make America good, yeah. Also, but, partly now, that, now that they've seen like the bad side of him. A lot of his voters have realized, come to realize, they're like, oh, heck, he's, he's not very good. And yeah. the issue with America's voting system is that it's like optional to vote there. So only the people who want to vote oh. and like a series about voting will vote. And the people. Well, yeah, over here, it, it's mandatory to, to vote, vote for Trump, which is really annoying. It's but, yeah. US for the shirt. 
I just, there are so many. And oh my God, have you guys heard about the new thing where he's made it um, legal for people to turn away transgender people? He's done the healthcare. People they perceive as gay or transgender. Yeah. See, okay, yeah. here's this thing of systematic transphobia. This thing of systematic transphobia. If you make it legal to discriminate against trans people in the workplace and fire them, that means they can't pay their rent. When they can't pay their rent, they're homeless. And when you make it legal for people to turn away trans people in homeless shelters, that means they're subject to the elements. That means they get frostbite, they get heat stroke, which means they die, which means that it's that systematic transphobia. And America has a lot of problems with systematic racism, transphobia, homophobia. And honestly, like, and we were talking about it in history, this systematic racism in America was back when the civil rights movements when MLK was um, doing peaceful protesting, where if you can't vote, if you can't register to vote, it means you can't be on a jury. And if you can't be on a jury, you can't convict racist people. And um, people of color are more likely to be convicted of a crime they didn't actually commit. So when there's no black jury members, that means people who commit um, race, sorry, racist acts, violent racist acts against black people, they're more likely to not get convicted. Well, um, oh no, I forgot what I was going to say, never mind. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's my little rant on systematic racism. Oh, I could go on. I completely forgot what I was going to say, never mind. I could go on as well. I could like... That's... <sighs> Go off. It's like I'm about is... to go. I want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, what really, what really annoys me is like the fact that you were talking about it in the past. You're talking about like, like this is a thing that used to happen in 1960. It, it still happens. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's still going on. America hasn't moved past and for all its talk about men all being born equal. For all yeah, these there's, yeah, there's, like, literally the, the freedom of the people. Yeah, there's this they're thing. doing these things towards people of color simply because mm. they're people of color. Put this into there's this. If you put this so into it, perspective against the rest of the world, this is a problem yeah. not just in America. It's it's global all over in Australia, the world. Yeah. In, it's a problem probably in China and every, like anywhere. It's a problem in most countries. Country. Country. It's a problem that needs to stop. And there's this thing with the Black Lives Matter movement where people are like, oh, there are more, there's a higher statistic of black people who are arrested for crimes. But here's the ah. thing. There's a higher statistic because there are more police officers who are who have racist views yeah. who okay, um, okay. unlawfully arrest black people because there's higher amounts of black people, sorry, not, not black people. There are higher amounts of police officers in black neighborhoods and black communities. So there's going to be higher arrest rates for black people. Take the George Floyd case. Yeah, the George Floyd case. Like, I mean, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, but to to give the police officers a bit of credit, he was arrested because uh, of, uh, I can't remember the term for it, but you know the term where you make fake money? Yeah. Uh, Money laundering? Yeah, he was was a bit, not fraud, but like, I can't remember, but he was, he he was being arrested because he, he used a fake $20 bill to buy a packet of cigarettes. But, oh, yeah. And granted, what, that what is the illegal. Did, but what they did, yeah. No, wasn't granted, he being arrested ten... for um, the other yeah, thing? It... He was no, arrested because the, um, the shop owner thought he was 
uh, what's it called? Forging his signature. Oh no no no! It was a twenty dollar month. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, then I'll think of a different one. He used he used a Victor. Uh, also, there's this thing at the moment where people think the Black Lives real. Matter. Yeah, did it turn out to be real? Yeah, yeah. It's real. It's oh real. Christ! The and fact that the Black Lives people think the Black Lives Matter movement across America is dying down, but it's just because videos are being shut down. Videos are being taken down on TikTok, on Instagram, on Reddit, on YouTube. They're being yeah, taken down. There aren't, be shown. there aren't less protests and less videos and less mm. people supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. There are just more people in power who can shut down these. Because here's the thing. When you say, oh, it's, it's whack. It, and the police were originally made for rich people. By yeah. rich people. It wasn't made to protect the people. It was made to protect rich people. And you know what's whack in Australia is that our police force is made at was forged out of the best behaved convicts. And here's the thing. If they're law enforcers who are convicts, who were people who broke the law and were moved over to Australia because of the lack of space in English prisons, they're literally just bad people arresting bad people. Our well, whole system is corrupt. Think about it back then. They would have been sent to Australia for taking, like, a piece of bread. I know. Like, they're... Yeah, it probably be dead. Was, was they could send the convicts at the time because England was fused. Like, there's this thing of... And in state prisons, they don't separate violent crime to petty crime. And one person can get convicted of possession of drugs for 20 years, and then one person might get nine months. There's no fairness in the justice system ever. Like, and 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 the money is power. Is made up of, of of rich whites, rich straight really white de- people. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you're looking. Like Canada, they're pretty epic. Just saying. Honestly, Canada <laughs> is good. Bless Canada. Love Canada. Absolutely. But, um, make our maple syrup. But there's also this thing of. Um... <laughs> they make the world's maple syrup. Thank you for the Trump stats. Let's look up Trump stats. Like, you can't have a fair justice system unless there is a clear, like, an even spread of um, yeah. diversity. Like, but there isn't. I know. It's like, a jury, like... a jury is mostly made up of white people. So if you're convicting yeah. a white supremacist or you're trying to convict a white supremacist who has committed hate, hate crimes, then white people white people are less likely to be understanding or white people who've never had a form of oppression and discrimination against them. Like, yes, I'm white, so I have more privilege than a person of colour, but I'm also trans and I'm pansexual and I've experienced things that make me have a unique understanding of, of how the world operates, but I still don't understand what people of colour go through on a daily basis. And I'm not going to pretend I do, but... Mm. I have a deeper understanding of it than a cis straight white person because yeah. I've been through those things. Um, like, and well, yeah, and to add to that, like, I'm I my skin color looks Asian. I, I'm part Asian. My skin color looks Asian. So, in very in very technical terms, I I am classed as a person of color because I look more yellow than your average white person. But honestly, I'm lucky enough to have not had to not had to deal with racism based on my skin color. Living mm. in Australia, it's very. Well, you're white passing. We care about people. Um, sub, you're white uh, passing, so you have more. Like, I'm not dictating your privilege. I know no, you yeah. don't have you don't have uh, the same level of privilege as me, but it's like that whole. 
privilege standard. Like if you put me in a room full of people of color, I would have more rights than like, I would have more privilege than you. Yeah. But then when you put you and me in a room full of cis straight people, we would immediately be set down a peg. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd be set down another peg to you because I, I'm trans as well. I'd be set exactly. down. I'd be set down a peg because simply because I'm yellow. I would be set down another peg simply because I'm trans. Yeah. Like it's it's that yeah. whole thing of like everyone says every human is born right, like born yeah. equal. But we're not born equal until we get rid of this standard. That no. people are lesser yeah. for their choices of how they treat their body, of how what they do with their body, and like I like, remember writing this thing once choice, where it's just who they are. Exactly, like my bio <laughs> biological father is not a good person, and I don't have contact with my biological father. God and when don't. I came out, yeah, yeah we we yeah. don't talk about my dad. He's a bad person, but. He at one point said, you don't understand how hard this is for me. This is me when I was coming out as transgender. And at that point, I thought, well, you don't understand how hard it is for me. I have to live in a body that's not mine. I have to look in a mirror and see someone who is not me. I go to sleep wishing that this was all a dream. Or I go to sleep wishing that everything was different. And people don't get that. You can't choose to be trans. You don't choose to be a person of color. You don't choose to be disabled. You don't choose well, these things. Uh, yeah. To to kind of defend like pa- parents, I'm not defending your father specifically. Your father. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, like, the thing is, like, for parents, your child coming out as trans is one of the hardest things because like, it is because it's, it's like you're mourning the loss of how someone. How do you deal with this? Yeah, and it's like it's- that thing of you're mourning the loss of some- you're not mourning the loss of someone. You're mourning the loss of the person you thought you knew. Yeah. Um, I know it was very hard for my mum to come to terms with it because she'd known me my entire life as one person and I'm suddenly telling her I'm someone different. But there's here's the thing. If you think, like, this is something that I've used with my dad but it didn't work, but think of your happiest moment with me. Think of the time where you thought I was like- the happiest. If you let me transition and you let me be me, I'm suddenly going to be that person again. Well, I could write a cat. Video. This is really cute. Um, <laughs> I watched a video. It was very cute. And it was about um, this, this gay guy, this gay couple. They were getting married. And they invited their extremely homophobic dad to the wedding. He showed oh, up to the wedding. And when he... No, no, no. <laughs> it's good. It's wholesome. Don't worry. And he showed up, when he showed up to the wedding, he was like... He was so wholesome, and he's like, did I love my son um, any less five seconds before he told me he was gay to now? No, because he's still my son. Mm. And that's the mindset that everybody needs, whether you're trans. Yeah, yeah. Everyone needs to have that mindset. Um, They're still your child. pan, queer, whatever you are, you're still the one that they raised. Even if you're the same person they know, but different slightly. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what form it's the same. The only difference now. between pre transition me and me now, I smile. That's the only difference. I'm happier. I can smile. Like, yeah. I, can, I can feel happy and I can look at photos of me and think, I'm happy now. That's the only difference. I'm not a different person. I'm just happy now. 
Yeah, which yeah. is good. Like, you've improved your self-esteem, you've improved your overall well-being in general, and that's that's what's most important. That's what people don't get about transition, transitioning and coming out, is that it's not for you. It's not, like, it's not for the person you're coming out to. It's for yourself, because coming out like is... not trying a, to punish anyone. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to... Yeah, it's... Coming out is for your own happiness and your own well-being. It's not for your parents it's not for your friends for help for people to help you exactly this change in your life like and it like I'm not yeah like and I've I've talked to people who knew me pre-transition and they're like I don't want to be friends with you anymore because you're different the only difference is I'm me now I was living a lie before but I'm not now and I don't think that's bad if you don't want to be friends with me because I'm living my truth now then you're not my friend if you can't accept a person for who they are well then uh someone's just uh, someone's just said it's also like there's an entire aspect of people they never knew but about it it feels like the person they know was lying i agree to an extent yes i hid for a long time that i'm trans but that concealing of my identity was brought about by fear and I'm gonna cry oh no that part that I hid was because I was scared of someone's reaction I was I was lying to an extent because I wasn't telling people who I really was and there was that extent of not being me and you could consider that as lying but it's more hiding like I remember being so scared to come out because I I was scared it wasn't and yeah I knew that my mum and my sister would react well but it's that level of fear that is unmatched by anything and I and if I'm honest coming out is this the most scary experience I have ever been through and yeah and there's this everyone's like oh you shouldn't you shouldn't have to hide it and yeah I shouldn't have to hide it but I do because there are certain people in my life who don't like that I'm trans, who don't like that. And there's also that thing of people feel like they're entitled to me coming out to them first. And they're like, oh, you didn't that come is- out to me first. Entitled so, to coming out to them yeah, first. that entitlement of cis people. Yeah, like, I, oh, Nuggie's gone. Oh, Nuggie's there! Oh, hey! I feel like I'm doing so much talking and I feel really bad. Yeah, it's fine. Well, no, we've gone for hours, bro. Let's go. <laughs> I've, I've, well, I've got enough more than the last one. Let's have a quick, uncontroversial break. Rating. Do you want me to rate a cat? I'll yes, rate a cat. Oh, okay. No, rate. R A T E. Rate. Yes, not rape. Number one, Junie. She is Calico and she is four. Number one, pros and cons. She is my favorite. I cried when I got her because I love her so much. Two, I frequently cry cry because I think about her dying. Three, is a fat baby, but she runs fast. Yes, I cry over my cats. Four, she literally has a favorite child. I do. This. (gasps) Four, literally used to hate me, but now she forces me to pet her and puts her fur all over my clothing bag and bed. Sorry, clothing, bed, and, and bags. School bag. And my Sometimes. school bag. It's all over my school bag. Um, she sleeps on my bed, which is extremely adorable and makes me cry a lot. 
However, this is also really annoying because she lays on my feet and I can't turn over in the middle of the night. Uh, she puts up both my shins. You lie there there and let that be. You have to go. I have to move her so... It's... I love her, though. Uh, she puts up with my shit, such as screaming, crying, picking her up and squishing her face and holding her little tummy. She has this little tummy. She's she's fat. She's overweight, but I love her. Um, she Okay, this is her con. She poops and pees in the sink, and that's all I need to say. She is most definitely plotting my murder, but I can and will welcome it. In conclusion, right. 10 out of 10 stars. She Did could have more... Out? But she is very, very stinky. Uh, Wait. yeah, I wrote out points. She's very stinky, <laughs> but I love her. Oh my god. She's my favorite. Okay, and now we're back to normal. Cat has been rated. I have three more cats to rate for when we need a, 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 okay. a topic break. After that, do you have a dog? I have a dog and a turtle. <gasps> okay, Can the I next one will be a turtle. Okay, next one I'll rate the turtle. But not right now. We not right now, no. Talking about random topics. So every so, break you every break you're gonna start <laughs> rating things. Yeah, every break. There's gonna start be something rating rate. people in the server. Oh my god, I of... I asked my mom if I could rate my family members and she was like, No, because if they listen to the podcast, you're just gonna be rating your family. And I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, I'll deal with the back. <laughs> Oh, also, God. apparently it's, it's not normal to have a massive family. Really? It's not? I have a yeah. mass okay. I have a massive family because my mom is one of six, I think. Which is like normal for me. But I know people who only have like two cousins. That's weird. I know. I have, I have a I have so much family. I have way too many. My have... cousins are starting to just appear now. So many babies in my I family. know. Like... I have so many <laughs> baby cousins and I'm like, you exist now? Okay. Um, cousins, but then after that, I have like millions of other cousins. Like or I have or something. I have cousins who I know, like my first cousins and my second cousins. But then I just have yeah. cousins who I didn't know existed. Oh, same. I, I literally have like had... three cousins, but they're starting to like have like tons of babies. I thought everyone had tons and tons of cousins. That I thought that met. too. I have tons of second cousins. I have like. I have a lot. Yeah, I have a lot. I, of I have like, There's like so much. Yeah, they're essentially just called cousins in my family because we can't be bothered figuring out if they're second or third or twice removed. I have, and then there's Uncle Jim who's not related to anyone. About four second cousins. Every At family least has three aunties. Just that one guy who shows up to every event. Nobody knows who he actually is or where he came from. He just comes. Yeah, every <laughs> t- family. That happens every everywhere. Man. That happens at every family. Yeah. It's just that one family member who you don't know their name, you don't know how old they are, and you don't know who whose parents they are. They like who their parents they just are. Just kind of sit in the yeah. corner drinking all night, night. You know. Yeah, I remember the last time I went up to Queensland to visit my family, and there was always just that one guy who I had no idea who they were. And no one they're like just there. they're just sitting there watching everyone, and it's like okay, wicked. Just creepily just in the taking, corner, just taking notes. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, there's it's we also weird. Viewers, I'm, we have I'm four. Vi- I'm one of the viewers, I think. So I am one I. of the viewers. I'm considering on my Twitch just making videos of me discussing controversial topics, which is so me. And honestly, 
I have some, I thrive off of controversy because I have so many opinions and my mum and my sister get sick of listening to, listening to to me rant about politics and controversial topics. And they're just like, "Mm mm-hmm. And I just want, I want, I want somewhere to share those opinions. Well, you've come to the right place. I've come to the right place. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what's happening? I disconnected. <laughs> controversial talk. We're discussing, huh? discussing controversial yeah. topics. Discuss- All right, okay. kiddos, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to go early. We actually made this last much longer than I expected. Mm. Yes. Okay, yeah, anyways, I, I, I apologize, kiddos. Um, Let's discuss something that's in the news. Yeah, I'll send a link. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll be hosting. I'll be hosting the next podcast, I believe. Yes, yes that's going to be fun. We're going to go more into depth about what are we going more into depth about next week. I'm so happy I'm not oh. going to be there. Yeah. Oh my god, I have something really messed up to talk week. about. <laughs> next week's okay. going to be interesting. Okay, okay, also, okay. That this is fun. Sorry, you. A news you... article to discuss. Well, I actually have something fun to discuss. Yeah, killed you. Okay. So I'll basically, right to it. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it was actually in the news, but my mum worked with this lady, and she was really sweet. I actually met because my mum works at this company, and basically all of her coworkers have known me and my sister since we were like babies. Right. And I actually knew this lady. She was really nice, but I've forgotten her name. But she was really nice. She was really lovely. And then it shows up in the news that she was murdered by her husband. And oh, no man. one was expecting that. I know. When and was I looked, and this where? was a couple of months ago. Um, I can't remember her name. I could ask my mum. It was in this murder? suburb. This but it was so weird because no one was expecting it. Like, no one. I mean, no one, you can't really, nobody really knows what happens behind closed doors. Like, people I may know. Seem, like, and like, seem like they live perfect lives, but sometimes family dynamics are not, like, top-notch. And people need to be more aware and not just assume things. It's also weird because people ignore, ignore no. when they are seeing red flags, when they are, uh, I don't think it's this one, but this, this is actually. Ads about, um about like domestic violence within homes and stuff recently and they're saying like oh he's just tech just he just wants to check my to make sure that we trust each other but like yeah but there's that level of privacy yeah like there's there's yeah sure when you're in a relationship you need to be able to trust each other and you want to know what's going on in each other's but there's that level of going through their things yeah if you trust someone you don't go through their their drawers. You don't go through their computer and their phone. You don't physically follow them and stalk them everywhere. You are like, oh, there's this, yeah, having trackers on your partner's phone. How, oh, so Stockholm syndrome like... in in relationships. Yes. Um, yeah. fun fact: when I was thirteen, I was in an abusive relationship. Oh, and damn, only thirteen. I know, only thirteen. Oh, no. no, actually, I think I was twelve. I was twelve. When you're twelve, it's really easy to be manipulated by people because you don't understand what love is. You don't understand what a real relationship is supposed to look like. Especially because I I was living in an abusive home at the time with my mum and my dad. My mum wasn't the dad was 
So I thought an abusive relationship was. So I get into this relationship with a guy and I thought I loved him. And I, I convinced myself that he loved me because I thought that the reactions and the way he was treating me was normal. And the next relationship I got into, same thing. I thought she loved me and I thought I loved her. But it's that min- some people are so good at manipulating you. And it, it, I honestly think when you're in an abusive relationship, it is kind of like Stockholm Syndrome because you feel like you, when you feel trapped in a relationship and you can't get out, you do anything and everything to keep yourself safe. I say this now if anybody if anybody who listens to this is in a relationship like that contact me i will bring my baseball contact bat and fix it we'll for you <laughs> yeah if anyone i know gets into send us nudes. do you say that's gonna send nudes <laughs> i said don't send nudes i don't think anyone is gonna send us nudes <laughs> i want them though i'm kidding wait i <laughs> we should probably put a disclaimer <laughs> warning I hope people listening are okay. Listening. There's also, I love you guys if you if you're listening. I love we you love you me. and we support we love you. Everybody. I give you kisses. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think there's this thing. A lot of teenagers don't understand that abuse is very real, and it's it's a very triggering topic. Like, at my previous school, I went to a really bad school. I now go to the same school as everyone else who's hosting this podcast and it's a real and and it's a really great school but my last school was really bad like ridiculously bad and there was always these jokes like oh you're abusing me or like this is abuse and I I think people don't get that when you joke about that kind of thing you're comparing a very real and traumatizing experience and you're calling it a joke it's like people joking about like rape and stuff like it's I know it's it's really serious like okay (laughs) you might think you're funny and my friends might laugh along at it but like there's a there's a boundary and like jokes about rape and abuse and like home violence and stuff like that needs to stop because that is real stuff that really does affect people and yeah and when serious and when you when you say those things around your friends, like this is what happened to me. Pers- I'm inserting myself because it's a very real thing. Again. And I'm using myself as an example. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking way too much, but anyway. You never talk too much. Your voice I, is nice yeah. to listen to out of all of us. I doubt Jeez. that. <laughs> Basically, I had. I got accent. Continue, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting distracted. When you talk about domestic violence in that joking way around your friends who are experienced domestic violence behind closed doors, behind behind walls, and they and when you joke about that kind of thing, they don't feel safe coming to you. They don't feel safe enough to talk to you about it. So that means you're not supporting your friends. They make you like, feel like you're just making a joke out of it. So like, oh, it's not yeah. that serious as well. It also makes you doubt yeah. like, what's happening. You're like, oh, it's it, just... It, I just got punched. It's fine. Whatever. You know, it's like yeah. Drug. Like I re- yeah, really? I remember coming to school. This was at my last school. I remember coming to school the previous night having been physically hurt. And I came to school looking for support. And around me, all of my friends were joking about domestic violence. So I couldn't I couldn't tell anyone. I couldn't tell anyone that I was scared to go home. I couldn't tell anyone that I was worried I wasn't going to go to school the next day because of that 
that violent stereotype that it's okay to joke about those things. You can also be scared. You can also, it can also be scared. It can also be scary to like reach out as well because like you'll experience this and you'll be like, oh no, if I if I do say something about it, what will happen next? Yeah. And people like need to was... stop thinking that. They need to just do whatever you can to get out of there. Do not but stay. Like There's also that thing of, I'll briefly explain stuff. So basically... My dad was a domestic a, um, a domestic abuser and he he was married to my mum and he had my older sister and me. We only stayed because we felt like we couldn't get out because I couldn't leave because my dad threatened that he'd hurt my mum or he'd hurt my sister or that he'd find me and he'd hurt me. And it's that level of coming to terms with the fact that they're either empty threats or they're very real. It's that imminent fear of thinking, I'm going to go home and I might not wake up in the morning or I'm going to go home and I might be saying goodbye to the people I love for the last time. Or And that's why I'm very, I find that people don't understand why I'm very touchy-feely and why I express my emotions so adamantly with my friends, like why I tell them I care so much. But it's, it's that ingrained fear that this is going to be the last time I hug this person. This is going to be the last time I tell them they're my best friend. This is going to be the last time I joke about Harry Potter with them. This is going to be the last time I do this or I do that. And right. and people don't get that there are long-lasting effects. Like I have not like lived in the same home with my dad for two years, but I still have those moments where I feel trapped or I feel unsafe even if you know they're not there you know that like you have you still have that feeling in the back of your mind it's like they're not gone they could still be around yeah well it's called it's actually there's actually a name for it it's hypervigilant where you are hyper aware of things and you are hyper aware it's it's caused by traumatic experiences so yeah, I love you guys. I'm trying not to cry right now. <laughs> I love you too. Oh. So no, but like, yeah, it, it's it's very serious. <laughs> People need to stop joking about it. And oh, like, there's... oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People can't. You don't know what happens to people and what their story is. And like, it also takes a lot of courage to be able to come up and say. Like that life experience, like what Chance just did, and I have respect to you for that because that's pretty, pretty good to be able to do Thank that. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you need to not be afraid, like to reach out. And I know it seems really daunting, and you may feel like you're really trapped, and there's no other way for you to get out of it. But like, there are so many people who are here to help. Like. You're not alone. And so many people experience the exact same things you do. You're not alone. Yeah. There's, see, here's that terrifying thing is that you feel so alone and you want there to be someone who understands. But at the same time, I wish no one understood because I wish I was the only one that experienced that so that no one else has to, oh, I'm going to cry, so that no one else has to experience that pain and that loneliness and that overwhelming feeling of not being good enough yeah it's like it, that it's really like those two sides of the ground. story yeah yeah and it, it's also those those underlying feelings that people don't understand that come with domestic violence that you feel 
angry and you feel ashamed and you feel sad and fearful and guilty and you don't need and I don't need to feel those feelings you don't need to feel those feelings no one has to experience those feelings but but you do because there's that ingrained need to feel those feelings because that's how you cope and everyone copes differently there's that I think it's terrifying that you never truly know what someone's gone through or is going through like I had that kind of mind-blowing experience on the bus where I was sitting and I looked across the aisle at this kid. I don't know his name. I don't know his age. I don't know where he lives. I don't know anything about him. And yet I'm sitting five feet away from him. Or you go in a school and you're surrounded by people who you don't think are strangers, but they are. You don't know why someone acts the way they act. This is getting really deep. <laughs> Oh, it really is. Yeah. We quickly take another break. This time, I'm going to rate a long Furby. Oh, I love long Furby. I've got one over my shoulder. It's you do. Yeah, I built it, and now it's some reason over my shoulder. I might just. He is my child, my baby. And that's what was that your sister? You let her into the same room with you. I think she's better at rating things, though. So she will message it and I'll just say it. So, tiny face. The tiniest face you've ever seen on a Furby. Can, I have, a, can I have a photo of the, of the Furby? I yep. want to see the Furby. One sec. Long Furbies are a blessing to this earth. They really are. I want to make one, but I don't, I don't know where to get a Furby. We didn't, um, she kind of just 3D printed shit for it. That was oh, a okay. horrible photo of it. Oh my okay. god, it's it's really long. It's like, oh my god. That? Yeah, it's very long. Yeah, I'm thinking of 3D printing a Furby face and then the putting it on a stuffed toy. Feel free. Um, we bought the spine, that's the other thing. Oh, you brought the spine? Oh, damn. We're rating a Furby. Welcome back, Nuggie. We're off to rating Furbies. It got a bit too intense, and I was, like, on the verge of tears. Up to that point, yeah. It is very serious, and, like, wait, is that on you right now? Yes, it's over my shoulder (laughs) at the moment. You should put that that image in the video, please. (laughs) Okay, I'll put that image in the video. We need to show that to the people. people. (laughs) Also, I just want to preface that this uh, pilot episode is kind of really messy because we had no idea what we were going to talk about. And this is the first episode. It doesn't really matter that's messy. We're off script, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't, there's literally, (laughs) the only script was the introduction. Yeah. Yeah, well, that wasn't even really scripted. How long have we been streaming for? 50 minutes about almost an hour yeah almost an hour <laughs> so i we drank probably so much water soon, but... okay i want to discuss um stuff so hey chance just yeah, gonna say hi. Now. yeah <laughs> what? anyway i don't know it felt like a conference call or Everything something just like keeps but... dropping out it's so sad i'm gonna quickly mute and go grab a glass of liquids Liquid. I, I drank okay. like so much liquids. We should probably cut out this whole like fifteen minutes. We're we gonna have, cut out. Let's just knocking around. Yeah, I'll be back. So say what you want, because this is probably gonna be cut. Uh, I went under. Okay, this is actually really funny. I went under anesthetic yesterday for a procedure, oh. and 
I, when I woke up, they gave me a cup of apple juice and then a packet of biscuits. And I started crying because <laughs> I couldn't open the pack of biscuits. And I was like <sighs> sobbing as I tried to open the pack of biscuits. And, the, and I had to call for the nurse. And I was like, me? She was like, oh, are you okay? I was like, I can't open the packet of biscuits. And I started crying. And she <laughs> ran into my little recovery like that's okay they're sometimes really hard to open and she was so gentle with me because I was crying because I just wanted some biscuits I've realized I am both really calm and collected but we've realized that I can turn anything wholesome like we were talking about um our weight yesterday in PE and I was like, you just have more to hug and cuddle with. And oh, cute. That's true, though. I honestly... It's true. Uh, Made you a comfy pillow. Yeah. You're I'm like, proud of my squish. <laughs> You've barely got squish. Come on now. I have, like... Okay. I realize that not everyone can, like, grab a handful of squish just under their ribs. Can you do that? I don't know. I've never tried. Can I? Oh, yeah, I can. Got some squish. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I realise I don't can do that. I just have more to cuddle. I I love cuddles, man. Hugs are, like, so great. Some they pe- really I can't are. believe some they people... feel so happy and just peaceful. And, like, I don't same. know why people... Some people just... Yeah, I know. Especially I... when they're taller and bigger than you. I, like, love that. Because they, like, wrap you up like a blanket. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Hugs hugs are like (laughs) hugs are just great, and apparently I'm good at hugs. I don't think I've been hugged by you, but I'm sure you would be good at Uh, Next time I see you, we're cuddling. Legit, cuddles are just great. Jace is listening to this conversation. (laughs) Oh, I just like hugs. So this conversation is much wholesome. (laughs) I just love cuddles. They're great. Speaketh, why why are you just being silent? Join on the mo- j- j- also I'm eating Join strawberries, so <laughs> what? I'm eating strawberries because my sister gave me a of strawberries. Wait, what are those? I don't know what they are. Strawberries. Oh strawberries. What did you think I said? <laughs> strawberries. Like st- strawberries, and I was like, what? <laughs> What's that? Strawberries. <laughs> No, I don't know what strawberries are. Sorry. What's our next topic for the podcast going to be? For when everyone gets back? Yeah. Potatoes. No. I love potatoes. Actually, potatoes. Just mashed potatoes. I can make some good mashed potatoes. My mum likes to, like, she's too lazy. Like, my uncle one time made mashed potatoes and left the skin on them. And it was quirky. My mum decided she's gonna do it, and it, it was kind of gross. Loki, please peel your potatoes before you make mashed potatoes. Yeah, Just yeah. I peel before. <laughs> I can make some mean mashed potatoes. I'm gonna invite everyone over to my house and just make a batch of mashed potatoes. Just eat mashed potato breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes, mashed potatoes yes. are a food of the gods. They are honestly <clears throat> like that really good baked potatoes you get with like baked lamb or whatever, like. Yeah, so baked potatoes are great. My mum makes the best baked potatoes. I one time cried because the baked potatoes were just so good. 
yeah. <laughs> I cry a lot because I just I just cry. My granddad like, makes really good mashed potatoes. I mean, not mashed potatoes. Um, cooked, cooked baked potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> baked potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cooked at least. <laughs> Did you ever like just, have potato yeah. like potato bake where it's like cheese and like bacon? Yeah, like, my mom makes yeah. that sometimes. Right. So I don't really like I'd it. Like to make like... Every... I like it. <laughs> I'd like to make everyone aware that I am a massive mummy's boy and I am uh, ashamed of that. Like, everyone yeah. says it like it's a bad thing and I'm just like, and It's not that wholesome, though. But if you call me a teacher's pet... You're a teacher's pet. I'll destroy <laughs> you. I will find your address and I'll destroy you. That's a threat. I'm scared. Like, I'm fine with being called a mummy's boy because I know... Although I feel like I have to come to terms with the fact that I probably am a teacher's pet. Like how everyone was like, my hair's a mullet, and I've just suddenly <laughs> come to the realisation that I do actually have a mullet. Yeah, it's just that it's too long at the bottom to not be a mullet. <laughs> it's, at least it doesn't look bad. Yeah, it could have been a bad lot worse. It could have been a lot I worse. think my hair looks... I think my hair looks... It's pretty suave. <laughs> So some I can't believe some people like look at me and think I'm straight. Like, like when like, you first, do they assume you're a straight woman or? No, they just assume man. I'm a straight you. man. Which I'm sorry, but Nuggy, when you first looked at me, <clears throat> did you think yes, this man is straight? No, I was. I, no, actually, I was trying to fix. <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. I feel really bad what I'm about to say here. But, like, I was trying to figure out what gender you were because I felt rude asking. And so I'm just like, I'm just like, wait, wait, what is he? Um, And that was... I feel like it's better if you ask. Like, don't ask, what gender are you? Like, are you a boy or a girl? Just like, what What are your your pronouns? Yeah. Well, that's how I... Yeah. Yeah, I... That's probably what's going to come into place. But then over time, I think... Either you told me or somebody told me that you were a man, or I heard people. I think talk to I you told as, you. I don't, I don't think. Know. Chance, you <laughs> didn't tell me direct, Rayleigh. Really. I think oh, Maddie geez, told you. You've gone really loud, Jace. <laughs> Thank God. I, okay, I have this weird obsession with teeth. Like, Jace, not you. like teeth in people's mouths. I just think teeth are cool. Like, I had to, okay, I had to get my teeth taken out to get my braces, right? And now they're just in my room. Oh, damn. They're just cool. That's awesome, actually. I don't have any teeth that have fallen out or been taken out left. They all got taken by my parents when they pretended to be the tooth fairies. Also, I... You want to know how my dad told me that the that Santa isn't real? How? We were buying toy trains, and I said, we should get one with Santa on it, because that's the whole point of Christmas. My dad was just like, Santa isn't real. Oh. And I started crying. Mm-hmm. My dad's a horrible person. Yeah, that's horrible. That's, our... that's the worst way to find out. I know. I feel like this pilot again... episode is a mess. It is, and it has to be, because it's a pilot. But that's also, also getting to know us because we're yeah. We're basically discussing things that interest us for the first yeah. episode. Yeah. 
It's a pod. What was All that? right, so I almost died just then. I heard that. I walk into the ki- I walk into the kitchen though, the bathroom, and we're like kind of renovating it currently, so it's like really messy in there. And um, right. the fan that we have in there that sucks out all the moisture, it like almost fell on my face. It was really scary. Oh. And I was like, oh yeah, buy a new one of those today. <laughs> oh my god, great. <laughs> so almost died. Oh my god. So I name all of my plants and I would like to tell everyone the names all of my plants. There is one named Jasper, not named yes. after anyone. This was before I moved to Karingai. So shut your mouth. Then one named Terabithia after Bridge to Terabithia. One named Perseus um, and Aria. Then I have um, Dexter. And then there's two from the Ninja Turtles named Razor and Toka. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And then I have two named Fred and George after Harry Potter. (gasps) Then there is one named Galileo after the astronomer Galileo. And I'm going to get smaller ones and put and name them after the Galilean moons of Jupiter. And then I have two cacti named Aristotle and Dante after Aristotle and Dante discovered the secrets of the universe, the book. Because I I sobbed at the ending of that book. And then... I just have Peter, which I got last night. I named it after Peter Parker because oh. I'm obsessed with Spider-Man. I actually have a Spider-Man action figure and an Iron this Man action adorable. figure. Which Spider-Man do you appreciate the most? Uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man because he actually like emanated teenager. Yeah, but then... What about okay, I'm with... Andrew Garfield? Going... Andrew no. Garfield was really good. Andrew was Garfield good, yeah. was good. Hot. He was hot, bro. <laughs> what? It was he very freaking hot. hot. Come on now. But then again, Tom Holland's cuter. And Toby Maguire can go yeet. Because <laughs> no thanks. Toby Maguire can, can go fuck himself. He was really creepy. I'm just saying. He scared me. He was horrible. He was creepy. He made oh, me I mean... think that Spider-Man was like a villain. Because he was so creepy. Yeah. Really weird. Oh, I'm listening to my voice on the stream, and it's so bad. Why do you guys put up with me talking? Because you have good accents. I, I, yeah. I, I don't even you know what my accent voiced. is. Also, were you always born in Australia? Out of yeah. Curiosity? I was really? born in Australia, yeah. You sound like you're from New Zealand. <laughs> really? Mm. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. You have, like, a New Zealand accent, and I was like, are you from New Zealand? No, I was born in Australia. I've never left the country. Damn. Aww. Thank you, mommy. I've never Sorry, left my the mom. state, so like. <laughs> I've left the state. I'm but the I've never That's left. That's the one place I've been. But like. What should my status be? You're a mom. <laughs> no. Um. Brb. <laughs> um. <laughs> also, oh. my. I think oh. feelings should go away. Crushes suck. Tyler's currently listening to the stream, ladies. He is? He is. Should we get him in? Yeah. About the Tom Hill, the Tom Hill and the Spider-Man and Gander Darfield, Spider-Man are two very different Spider-Mans. Would you care to join the call and explain yourself for like five seconds and just scream about it? He said he can't. I feel like we should end the recording now we probably should we're essentially done with
thank you for listening to the Brain Cell Beans. I hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next time. Bye.